0: Welcome to Keep You 100 Radio. I'm your host, Felicity Pointer, type 1 diabetic, certified health coach, personal trainer, and founder of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness. Inside this podcast, you'll find the real and raw conversations around diabetes management, including the lessons that we don't learn in our endos office, my best tips and trainings, and conversations from the experts that I trust inside the community so that you can create more predictability in your diabetes management and feel empowered while doing so. Let's dive in. So I've been living with type 1 diabetes for 8 years, and of those 8 years, I've been on an insulin pump for 7.5. That means I've gone through 912 site changes, and that's not even counting my continuous glucose monitor. If you're living with diabetes, then you know that these diabetes devices are precious, and when we're just trying to do the things that we love, like being active, hanging out with our friends, traveling, we literally do not have time for our devices coming off and then dealing with insurance on top of that to deal with replacements. That is why I'm so happy that I found Stingrip, my favorite diabetes patch company, three years ago. Before finding them, my devices used to always knock off on doorways or sweat off after a workout. But since finding them, I can honestly say that I can go to the gym four days a week, sweat it up in hot yoga, go to the beach, and travel without having to worry about anything happening to my devices. As a type 1 diabetic who wants to make the most out of these experiences, I can't tell you how comforting it is to know that I have one less thing to worry about. Whether you're on an insulin pump or a continuous glucose monitor, you can try out SkinGrip at skingrip.com and save on your order by using the code LISSIE, L I S S I E, at checkout. Now let's dive into this episode. How is it going, friends? Welcome back to another episode of Keepin' 100 Radio. If you are new here, I want to say a quick welcome and thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. My name is Lissy. I am a health coach for people living with diabetes. I'm a certified integrative health coach and personal trainer. My goal is to support people living with diabetes to take a holistic approach to their blood sugar management so that they can welcome in more predictability in their blood sugars while allowing more flexibility. So we take a complete restriction free approach to diabetes management and we have found that it really allows us to take a more empowered approach and feel more ownership over living with type diabetes. So if you've stumbled upon us today, maybe you are a person living with diabetes, maybe you are a person interested in coaching in the diabetes space, and either way you have come to the perfect place. We have a ton of resources on this podcast both about living with diabetes and this episode is going to be a little bit more geared to those who may have thought about becoming a coach in the space or maybe you are currently a coach and want to really identify where you fit and just really learn about the process more in itself and how you can be a better coach if there's anything that we know about the online space is that is it is highly unregulated especially within health coaching so it's really easy to get lost in really good marketing it's really easy to get lost in people's stories of oh i just dropped my a1c like this and it's really easy to get lost in the privilege because Again, when we're looking at the online space, there's a lot of use of technology, there's a lot of ableism, and when it comes to choosing who we trust online, we have to be able to put on a different lens and really look past that. So whether you are a person, again, living with diabetes who is interested in coaching and maybe wants to learn a little bit more about how do I identify different trends online that I can look past, or maybe you are a person who wants to become a coach and you really want to learn more about doing it the right way, this is going to be the episode for you. Because we are going to go through the mistakes to avoid as a diabetes coach so that you can learn how to be a pioneer in the community without sacrificing your values. This episode is actually based on a longer form training that I gave um, a little bit earlier last month, so if that interests you, you can go ahead into the show notes and I will link it there but i had a lot of really great engagement in that training and i thought i would bring it on to like a Spark Notes version onto the podcast because there is a lot for us to consider when looking more into the diabetes community specifically within the coaching space again not only to identify you know different patterns and marketing and how to actually pick out ethical leaders in the space but how to do it better so like i said the online space is a very unregulated community it's a very unregulated space anybody can really just jump in and say that they are a coach but how do we change that standard if we can't regulate it we have to kind of create that new standard so that is exactly what we are going to talk about today so, if we haven't met before and you are just stumbling upon Keep You 100 Radio, I want to say welcome again. I am the founder of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness. And inside of Needles and Spoons, just like I mentioned, we take that holistic approach through our signature program. So, our signature program is called Keep You 100. This was founded in 2019 um, after I went through my own holistic journey from just kind of integrating those lifestyle components and looking at diabetes from that holistic approach. So, when I did that, um, not only did I bring my A1C from a 7.1 to a 5.7, where it stayed pretty consistently, but I also brought my Crohn's disease into remission, where it is also that has also stayed in remission for about the past three years. So, in that process, I learned that there is so much more to our diabetes management than we're typically told. We're typically told, you know. Take your insulin, count your carbs, and you can still live a very normal life, which yes, those are two huge components of the puzzles, but they are not the only ones. When we are thinking of a holistic approach, we are not talking about supplements, we're not talking about essential oils, we're not talking about all of that. We are actually thinking about looking at a person as a whole. So looking at their experiences um, in their family life, in their career, in their home environment, In their social life, in their creativity, in their education, in their finances, there are so many different components than simply what is your health from an internal factor. There's also those, we call them primary foods, that actually can support your health on different levels than simply again, the foods that you eat and that macronutrient composition that you're eating. So when I discovered this holistic approach, it really encouraged me to really kind of take my life back and take take back that ownership over my diabetes management in a way that wasn't just simply eating low carb or eating an anti-inflammatory diet or feeding into all those fad trends that really didn't support the lifestyle that I wanted to live. Those were all Those all felt very restrictive to me and they didn't feel like they were actually supporting my diabetes management because it made me feel like I wasn't in the driver's seat. It did not make me feel empowered. It did not make me feel like I was actually taking control over my body and blood sugars. So after going through this, you know, I've really, again, learned that there's so much more to our diabetes management, and I wanted to bring this to other people. So we created what is our signature program now, Keeping It 100. In the process, it's gone through a lot of different restructuring and reprogramming, but it's still our signature program to this day, where you have myself as a coach, um, along with my team, Jessica Herlicka, who is a registr- registered dietitian and certified diabetes educator, along with two along with two support coaches, Val and Bree, and we really try to aim to bring those three pillars of support so that accountability, that hands-on support, and those learning opportunities to really bridge that education gap that is so prevalent in our diabetes space. Sorry if you can hear my dog walking in the background, Um, they move around a lot, so you might hear them in and out. Since we formed in 2019, we have coached over 100 type 1 diabetics through this signature coaching program and supported thousands of type 1s through our free resources, which I take a lot of pride in because we want to make our resources and education pieces as accessible as possible. So you can always find those free resources on needlesandspoons.com. We are actually in the process of making a complete resource hub so that you can easily find Uh, downloadable resources, blog posts, and podcast episodes that fit exactly what you're looking for. So stay tuned for that at the end of the month. And fast forwarding to now, I have built a team of sits inside of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness, and I have taken coaching into a full-time role while practicing ethically and I really emphasize practicing ethically because just like I mentioned the coaching space is very unregulated and it is very easy to fall into marketing It's very easy to fall into shame based sale tactics and that is really what I want to talk about today and being able to navigate so before going all-in let's really talk about why diabetes education and coaching support is growing and why it is so needed So when we look at the statistics, we can see that only 15% of diabetes care is actually provided by endocrinologists. The other 85% is provided by non-endocrinologists, maybe general care physicians, um, you know, other professionals outside of the endocrinology care team. And we've actually seen a pretty prevalent growth inside of the Uh, endocrinology field. And we can see that it has grown actually 52%. But even with that growth, the average wait time for a non-urgent consultation is 37 days for a non-urgent consultation with your endocrinology provider. So when we think about it, that wait time is very unrealistic, especially when you are a person living with diabetes. We know that blood sugar management is real time, and sometimes there's not much that we can do on our own without consulting our healthcare physician. We want to know exactly what we can do about real-life circumstances. And even with that growth, the endocrinology workforce cannot keep up. The workforce must grow by 14% annually in 10 years to close that gap. But realistically, that's going to be a really hard gap to meet because the historic rate of growth is only 3.4% per year. So even though coaches in the diabetes space can't replace an endocrinologist care, we can still add real-life impactful and life-changing support in between appointments, because we know that the 90 days in between appointments or that average 37-day wait time, again, is not realistic to wait to actually support our blood sugars or learn more about our own bodies. So let's kind of do a quick breakdown of what actually is the difference between your endocrinologist and a diabetes coach or a coach in the diabetes space. So first of all, an endocrinologist, we know supports patients with insulin dosing. They are the ones who write our prescriptions. They are the ones who really help us hone into our blood sugar management, our diet, all of the really all the real prescriptive measures of managing your blood sugars. They are the ones who will tell you your insulin carb ratio, your basal rates, what kind of insulin to take, all of those nitty-gritty things. But we know that that is not the only level of care that we really need in our diabetes journey. So a coach's role is really to work with people to help achieve those specific goals by helping them really break down any obstacles and provide them concrete steps and accountability. So we are those people helping them break down any uh, roadblocks in the way and say, how can we navigate this and really make sure that we are achieving our goals? Okay, you want to lower your a you want to increase your time and range. How exactly are we going to do that? What parts of your day are we going to look at? How are you going to support your blood sugars through behaviors how are you going to navigate this strategy and what support do you need in the process so coaching is very very hands-on where endocrinology they're very supportive we need we need those people in our support circle but they're not the only people that we need because again we know that 90 days in between appointments is a very very long time especially when we want to take real steps to manage our blood sugars and to um, maybe take ownership of them in a very different way. So there's actually a recent study that took a control group and an intervention group of people who um, live with diabetes who got coaching. So there was a a control group who actually just went through um, education intervention, so they didn't have any type of diabetes coaching support. And then there was an intervention group who actually got three to six months of coaching in their diabetes journey. And what they found was that 67% of patients who received six months of diabetes coaching had a decrease in their A1C levels, where that was not the case in the control group that did not have that same level of support. They could see that that intervention of coaching support was associated with a 0.64 decrease in an A1C in only three months. So that's the difference between a 8.0 A1C and a 7.4. What they also reported was that most most health coaching cost effectiveness reported that health coaching has a higher return on investment than general health care alone. And they actually quoted that the health education, so simple basic education, was seemingly ineffective and inadequate to those patients if they were not involved in a health behavior change program. So again, we know that health coaching is behavior-based, it is patient-led, um, whereas education is simply getting information and maybe not quite knowing what to do with it. So we can see that the real change actually came from the behavioral support. So if you're listening to this podcast, essentially what I want to take you through today is the difference between ethical coaching practices and inethical ineth- coaching practices. So when we are talking about unethical coaching practices, we are talking about things like shame-based selling strategies. We are talking about short-term client results, low-level support, lack of transparency, exploitative marketing, and fear-based motivation. Whereas on the other side, when we are looking at ethical coaching practices, we are looking at things like permission-led relationships, sustainable client results, high-level and impactful support leading with transparency, empowered marketing, and accessibility and inclusivity. So pretty much today what I'm going to take you through is the top mistakes that I see in diabetes coaching practices, how you can change the cycle, and I'm also going to throw in some of case studies from our own practice because again we don't like to just talk the talk, we like to walk the walk. So I'm going to show you some of the behind the scenes of needles and spoons and kind of how we do things differently. So the first mistake that I commonly see inside of the, not only the coaching community but inside the diabetes community is that we misdefine what diabetes coaching actually is. So how can we change that standard if we are actually lacking the clarity on what coaching actually is? So when we think of coaching, we actually want to break down the different definitions. So when we're talking about the difference in coaching, we actually want to break down the definitions of other areas that we commonly see. So number one, there is counseling, and counseling is more closer to that therapeutic intervention. So this is focusing on the past, it's helping an individual overcome barriers and issues from their past, and helping them really move on from it. So this can really look like anything from traditional talk therapy, Um, so you know, a therapist support, a psychologist support, psychotherapy, Um, the and that takes very specific credentials to be able to do. On the other end, we have teaching. Teaching is more of an expert who really imparts that knowledge onto their students. So they are somebody who knows the answer. They have gone through the training to be able to give people that answer. They're they're able to teach people exactly what to do and the steps to do it. So here in the diabetes space, this is where I'm thinking of people like dietitians, um, registered dietitians, certified diabetes educators, um, nurses, doctors. These are people who went through schooling to be able to prescribe you specific macronutrients. They're here to prescribe you specific diets or insulin doses. Coaches cannot do that. You're going to notice the, the biggest difference between teaching and coaching and kind of where that gets blurred in the online space. So again, on the other side of things, that's where we have coaches. So the coach is not a subject matter expert, but they're really there to help you um, really unlock your own potential. So they're very much focusing on the individual, what support they need, the accountability, breaking down the steps to actually reach their goals. So what we find in the diabetes space, especially in an unregulated space like coaching, is that the lines get blurred, but they don't just get blurred from the coaching end. Sometimes they get blurred on all ends. So sometimes we see coaches trying to be teachers. We see teachers misinterpreting uh, coaching as prescribing. Um, we see coaches trying to be counselors, counselors trying to be teachers. The lines can get very mixed up very easily. So it's very important to recognize somebody for their role. If they are a coach, they should not be prescribing. If a person is a teacher, they may not be a coach. That's not saying that they can't get, you know, learn how to be a coach. They can't learn those um, that skill set, but it is a very different skill set. So at the end of the day, having diabetes does not make you qualified to teach on diabetes. Coaching is not prescriptive, and it actually does require a very different skill set than teaching. And you cannot teach on credentials that are not yours. So I see this time and time again inside of not only the diabetes community, but just in the online space in general. And that is that some people have a medical advisory board or they have somebody on their team who is more of a subject matter expert. So maybe they are a nurse or a dietitian, or a CDE and they take on those quote-unquote credentials and they are teaching on what they shouldn't be teaching on so a a coach like so to put this in perspective my co-coach her name is Jess she is a registered dietitian and a CDE I cannot teach on behalf of her credentials um, only she can teach on her credentials so you know it is very it the lines cannot get blurred there um, so just something to be on the lookout for if you see that people do have medical professionals on the, their team, you want to make sure that, you know, the people with the credentials are the ones teaching on them. So again, we kind of want to go back to that study that we we looked at in the beginning of the episode where we saw that the health education was Pretty much ineffective when we looked at the participants in the study um, if they were not involved in any other behavior change program. This right here shows us that the education and the teaching is important, but that is not what promotes behavior change. Coaching is what promotes behavior change. So I want to take you kind of into the inside of what we do inside of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness. So, again, to remind you, our our real mission is to bridge that education and support gap in the diabetes space through our signature program, Keeping It One Hundred. Which, if you're listening and you are interested in coaching, we are currently enrolling. So you can um, go to the show notes and reach out through there, or send me a message on Instagram. But our model inside of Keeping It One Hundred is a a multiple support model. So we really aim to offer multiple angles of support while honoring scope of practice in each role. So for example, Um we have the teacher. So we have our our my co-coach Jess who is a registered dietitian and a CDE. So she is the person who is inside the program really teaching on carb ratios, teaching on uh basal wreaths, teaching on how to navigate bolus strategy and how to look at the macronutrients in your meal. She is the one teaching. And then we have the coaches inside the program. So you have myself and you also have Val and Brianna. So we are here to really provide that behavioral support and that accountability. Now, on the other end of support, we also have our digital resources where this is where we are encouraging our clients to be self-driven, to really look at their own patterns and trends based on what they are looking at each week. So if you are somebody looking into becoming a coach in the space, I would really ask you to consider these three questions. One, what does my community need? Everybody's community is going to look different. Mine will need something different than yours. Two, what support can I give them? What am I qualified to give as a coach? And three, how do I fill the gap on the places that I am not qualified to give advice? So the second mistake that I see in the diabetes space is actually in the coaching practices themselves. And this mistake is that coaches are creating a codependent relationship with their clients. So instead of giving their clients a program to follow, they are giving them solutions. And again, going back into what coaching is and isn't, coaching is not prescribing. Coaching is not giving you the exact steps to take for your diabetes management. Coaching is being a guide. Coaching is client-driven. So looking at diabetes coaching specifically... You know, diabetes coaching is not teaching teaching the client how to dose for X, Y, and Z. So a coach would not tell you how to dose for your cupcake or how to dose for your salad. That is not their role. It is not telling them what to change their basal rate to. So your coach should not be making suggestions of take your basal rate from 0.8 to 0.5. They should not be giving you prescriptions based on your medication And they should definitely not be telling you what macronutrients to eat. This is a big one that I see within the fitness industry uh, specifically. The only person that should be giving you macronutrients of what to eat and a breakdown and giving you a meal plan should be a registered dietitian. So more specifically, all of these examples are creating a solution-driven experience. So this is somebody giving you the exact step-by-step of like, okay, eat this, do this, change this in your in your diabetes management. Whereas coaching is more client-driven. So what diabetes coaching, when we look at it, this is asking the right question. So this is getting you to feel empowered about your own management. So The coach should be guiding the client through self-assessing their own behavioral or own blood sugar patterns. So what do you notice about this pattern? Where are you seeing these patterns? What action steps are you going to take based on this information? diabetes coaching is supporting the clients through acknowledging their own decision-making patterns so again asking what questions are you asking your in your decision-making pattern what influence are you seeing this make on your blood sugars what would you change for next time not saying this is what you should change for next time it is helping you come with up with your own answers based on your own experience and another example you know We are breaking down actionable steps into manageable chunks. So I know that we always go to our endos office and we're like, we want to lower our A1C to a 5.0 in the next 90 days. And that in itself can be very, very overwhelming. Or maybe we want to increase our time and range, or maybe we really want to just feel healthier and more energized. But that in itself is a huge goal, and when you don't know how to break it down into sustainable chunks, we can easily go into that all-or-nothing mindset of, you know i'm either all in or i'm all out because it's too overwhelming and i feel re- too restrictive a coach will help you break it down and really help you identify that finest point of resistance to see how you can overcome it and actually make a sustainable change this is what we call a client driven experience so your coach should not so your coach if you are a person being coached should not be giving you just black and white answers and if you and if you are a coach you should not be given uh, black and white answers so when we are thinking of solution driven programming this is what leads to code dependent relationships because it is making the client believe that the the coach has all the answers and that they can't find the answers within, within themselves because maybe they don't know enough or they don't know what questions to ask. So what we need to do is create a client driven space to implement and find their own solutions. So again, another needles and spoons case study of what we do, um, a piece of our model within KP100 is actually creating data reflection sessions. So these are an intentional space created to allow members to intentionally look at their blood sugar patterns from different areas. So we specifically break this down from a behavioral standpoint and a management standpoint so not to be confused of what these sessions are not <laughs> inside of these sessions you know we are not giving our members a place to simply bring their data and for coaches to dissect and tell them what to change that is absolutely not what this space is and this is not a space for judgment so we know that data can be really hard to look at especially with you know so many numbers being involved in our, our day-to-day and um, we can feel you know we can take those personally so this is a strict judgment free zone to look at our numbers and get curious so our role in this as a coach is to help our clients self-identify trends so we are helping them um, find the best questions to ask either themselves or their provider we're helping them break down the pattern and self-identify the different variables that are impacting that pattern we're helping them prioritize which action to take in navigating that pattern and we're of course there to hold hold them accountable in that next step that they self-identified. So the other day, we actually had a client that created a post and tagged us all about our data uh, reflection calls. And I want to read a little excerpt from it because I thought it was really impactful. So uh, one thing that she wrote was that, The the most impactful changes have been behavioral, looking at my data objectively versus being overly attached to it, seeing the data as data and not as a personal statement of how good or bad I'm doing as a T1D. Sometimes all it takes is somebody with a different perspective to ask you the right questions to help you pull yourself out of your behavioral spiral. I implemented some of the strategies I've been working on with my coach after analyzing my data and behavioral patterns, and guess what? When you can take a step back and get out of your own way, the process works. Thank you, Lissy, for reminding me that the data is just the data. Again, that is our job. So my question for you, if you are a coach yourself, is how are you creating a space for your clients to come up with their own sustainable solutions? And if you are not a coach, you are a person looking for support in your diabetes management, I want to ask you to consider how is your coach or your potential coach doing that for you? So the last mistake that we're going to go into is a huge one (laughs) and this one you might identify off the bat based on what you see online, but it took me actually a while to really be able to identify this. Some things kind of seemed off to me in the community and what I was seeing kind of marketed and it really took me until this year to fully identify that and this mistake is really that sometimes coaches prices and offers aren't aligning with their values. So let's dive into it. Let's just dive into the contradictory standards that we have set in our community and that we see all the time. So one, we see that there are coaches advocating for accessible education. They are talking about it in their Instagram stories. They're talking about it on their podcast or in their television spotlight while their prices are actually more unaffordable to most which when we talk about that, that is really perpetuating the education gap because it is making that statement that if you cannot afford it, you cannot get the education that will really help you thrive in your diabetes management. With that, we see a lot of people advocating for insulin for all. They're advocating for accessible insulin, but in reality, they're creating programs that are tailored to those with access to technology. So, One thing that we really do inside of our program is that we meet everybody based on whatever technology or based on whatever management resources they have access to. So if you are somebody without an insulin pump, that is okay. If you are somebody without a Dexcom, that is okay. If you are working with syringes and finger pricks, that is perfectly okay. And what we find in the online community is that people are really basing their programs and the structure of their programs and the support based on the access to technology. So if you don't have a CGM, you might not feel welcome. If you don't have an insulin pump, it might not be for you. And to me, you can't be an advocate for insulin for all if you are not creating programs that are accessible to everybody. So lastly, you know, wanting to, you know, we have coaches that want to support the diabetes community. So again, that is the purpose of coaching. Like we want to fulfill that support gap, but they're lacking the accessibility options that make it accessible to everybody. So whether it's pricing, whether it is, um, you know, program length, uh, technology, whatever it is, it might not actually be accessible to everybody who needs it. So if your actions and values don't match, it's going to make it very, very hard for your audience to trust you. So going into, uh, again, needles and spoons in our case study, um, what we really aim to do with all of our programs or with our signature program is that we create an accessibility pricing model. So this is a model that acknowledges that there is a wealth gap and accessibility gap based on financial privilege, especially within the diabetes community. And our goal is to make coaching affordable and accessible so that you don't have to choose between budgeting for insurance costs, insulin pricing, and seeking external support that can improve your overall diabetes diabetes care. We know that diabetes d- doesn't discriminate, so we don't want to either. So the scale goes by an honor system. So uh, we do not ask for any information to review. We will not ask for your, for your salary. Um, none of that. This is simply a scale that breaks down uh, breaks down different levels based on different statements that may resonate for you. This is not a perfect model, but essentially what it does is, if you resonate with different statements, you can, uh, you know, basically get. The program discounted by X amount of dollars. So if you are not somebody who can afford our program due to life scenarios, due to very real life situations, that doesn't mean that you have to give up that support. We really work to make it accessible as possible. Another thing that we do is we make all of our installment options penalty-free. So you might see that if somebody um, offers an installment plan, maybe they add on to the overall price of that installment plan, Uh, you know, add on $50 to $100 just for having to break it down month by month. That is not what we do. Our investment is our investment, no matter what um, installment plan that you choose. And that is just another thing to... Um, really make our programs as accessible as possible. Again, there's no real perfect way to do this. What's accessible to one person might not be to the next person, but we really aim to make this a standard in our coaching practice. So really wrapping this one up, you know, it is not enough for you to know your values. It is not enough for you to just talk about your values. Your audience has to know them too, and they have to shine through the, the practices that you are implementing. So my question for you, if you are somebody who is looking to become a coach is what are your, your values or your company values? How are you communicating them to your audience and how are you following through with them? And again, on the other side, if you are somebody who is looking for a coach or who is working with a coach, what are your coach's values? How are they communicating them with their audience and how are they actually following through with them because again it is not enough just to talk the talk you need to walk the walk too especially when working with the diabetes community so again just kind of wrapping up those three mistakes that i typically see one we are misdefining what diabetes coaching actually is Two, coaching is facilitating codependent relationships between the client and the coach. And three, your programs are not aligning with your values. So I know you might be asking, like, Lissy, why is ethical coaching so important to you? And that's really because our community is constantly unsupported underserved and underrepresented. And it is about time that we have leaders who coach in their best interest. And I firmly believe that when you embrace an ethical approach, you can stand firmly in your mission. You can actually create a living fulfilling a bigger impact. And not only that, but we get to create a ripple effect. All of the people on our team, aside from Jess, because she doesn't live with type one herself, but all of our, the people on our team actually have been through our programs themselves. And once they go through that process themselves, they Want to expand that impact. They want to be able to either work alongside of us and share our values or they want to do it themselves in their own coaching practices. So, if you are somebody who wants to do that as well, I want to take a quick second to invite you into becoming the next generation of ethical coaches in diabetes care. So I want to ask you this, what if there was a way to help our community filter through the noise of online marketing and actually find reliable and ethical resources and coaches? And on top of that, what if there is a way to create a space that allows you to network and collaborate with other coaching practices that align with your same values? Because I will tell you this, when I was first becoming a coach in the online space, it was very hard to find people who had the similar values as me, which is kind of surprising because i feel, I feel like again those should be a standard. But it was very difficult for me, and I went through a lot of um, trial and error, if you will, of you know hiring coaches for my own practice, and uh, that didn't really work out well, <laughs> or um, you know collaborating with people that may not have best. Uh, aligned with the vision that i was uh, that i had so what we have created and you might have already seen this on instagram but we have created the ethical coaching and diabetes care certification and this is the first and only accredited training training program that is designed to help you expand your impact in diabetes care without sacrificing your values. So what I have found is that coaching certifications, um, you know, trainings, they teach you how to become a coach, but nobody actually teaches you the complexities of working in the diabetes space. So inside of the certification, we are taking you through it all. So we have built out a three-phase training experience that actually allows you to understand how to be a coach ethically in the diabetes space. So in phase one, we are taking you all through Navigating in Clarity. So this is where you will be working with people like myself, Gary Shiner, and Mark Heyman on How to actually navigating the, how to actually navigate the complexities of uh, coaching in the diabetes space while honoring scope of practice, inclusivity, taking a trauma informed approach, and knowing exactly where your coaching practice fits in the diabetes space. In phase two, we are teaching you impactful coaching practices, so how to actually facilitate those empowered and sustainable and client-driven transformations through a brand new skill set. So again, like I talked about, teaching and coaching is very, very different and is a very different skill set. So here, we are teaching you how to lead client sessions with skills like breakthrough questioning and change work techniques alongside of my Favorite NLP trainer, Jenna Knapp. So here you can actually impact your client journey from start to finish and help them feel safe all the way through. And then in phase three, we are taking you through ethical business practices. So this is where you and your audience will never have to second guess what is happening behind the scenes, because you're, you're going to have the opportunity to connect and network with other practitioners. And you're also going to learn how to implement the art of ethical copy and marketing. And you're going to learn how to create accessible offers, how to facilitate permission-led sales so that, again, your clients can feel safe through the entire process of working with you. So, we do have a full panel of experts inside. So, again, you're going to be learning from people like myself, Gary Shiner, who is the author of Things Like a Pancreas, Dr. Mark Heyman, who is the founder of The Diabetes Psychologist, uh, Jenna Knapp, who is a master Neurolinguistic programming practitioner and trainer, uh, Kate per- Perkovic, who is a sales and business coach who will be talking to us about education led sales, uh, Jess Haney, who is an ethical copywriter and launch expert, and Claire chambers who is an accessibility advocate and what's going to and is going to teach us all about creating accessible offers in this space so inside of the certification what you can expect are weekly live trainings from our leading experts within the diabetes space so each week you are going to be met with hour-long presentations on these different trainings and these different skill sets so that you can implement them directly into your practice And then following, you're gonna have optional weekly office hours where you actually get to implement those trainings into your own business practice. You're gonna get direct live feedback from myself and our other experts helping you actually, again, implement those ethical coaching strategies with the hands-on support and guidance. The next thing that I'm really, really excited about is that on completion of your training, you're gonna be added to a coaching directory so that members of the diabetes community can actually find you. So they're gonna be able to filter in this website website based on the kind of support that they need, based on what they are exactly looking for and what they need from you. And they are going to be able to find your coaching practices. Not only that, but other practitioners can easily filter through and find you to collaborate with. Because again, I did not know other people specifically in the diabetes space that really aligned with my values, and I want to make that as simple as possible for you, so you can fill in the gaps in your coaching practice. This is going to be for you if you are already a coach in the side of the space, but you feel like there's so much noise in the community, and you're not really sure how you stand out. This is going to be for you if maybe. Maybe you have already gone through the coaching certification process, but you have thought about it and you're kind of worried about doing the wrong thing and building from the ground up without support. This is going to be for you if you are a healthcare provider or maybe you work in a clinical setting and you want to lean more into the coaching space, but you're just not sure how to create that client-driven environment. And of course, this is going to be for you if you're like me and you're just tired of seeing the same old BS in the online space and you want to be a part of changing that standard. So on the other side, I really want to create that community that has a mission that you are so incredibly proud of. I want you to be able to cultivate a a community that is confident in what you offer, and I want you to be able to work alongside of other practices with the same values as yours, because again, I know how incredibly important that is. So we are going to be kicking off with the community next week with our introduction call and kickoff call, kind of just celebrating everybody, really getting to know all the other members, and that is going to be happening on the week of June 12th. But we will be enrolling all the way through June 17th, so if you are finding this podcast before then, I really want to encourage you to join us as a founding member. When you join us as a founding member, you are saving $500 off of the entire investment, and we do have penalty-free installments always available. So if this is something that you are interested in, something that is catching your eye, you can go to the link inside of the show notes to join us. You can either use that opportunity to book a call with me or just jump right in. So we are creating the next generation of ethical coaches in diabetes care. And I really wanna make sure that we are bringing in empowered coaches, coaches that really want the best for their community and that are changing that standard inside of the diabetes community. So if that sounds like you, please go ahead into the link in the show notes and book a call or join us. If you have any questions, do not hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram at spoons underscore. I would be happy, happy, happy to uh, guide you in any way that I can throughout the process. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of Keep 100 Radio. If you did, please make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We love reading these reviews. We love seeing how this show supports you, whether you are, again, a person living with diabetes or a, or a coach wanting to work with the diabetes community. And we cannot wait to get back on another episode next week.